apple growers got together for the annual field day put on by UW Extension and the Wisconsin Apple Growers Association. Amaya Atucha is a horticulture professor and fruit extension specialist at UW-Madison. She's one of the presenters addressing new technologies and research with growers, both new to the industry and well-seasoned. Amaya, what are some of those pressing topics that growers are here to learn about today? Well, I mean, today we're specifically talking about summer pruning. Obviously, we're, you know, the beginning of July. So that was a big topic uh, that I covered with the growers. We're also looking into mechanization of a lot of the labors. Uh, Most of the labor used to be done uh, by hand. But now that we have these high-density apple orchards, uh, the systems are are so that you can mechanize a lot of the labor. So the, the... pruning that we were talking about, the summer pruning, we had a a really nice uh, hedger, mechanical hedger. And so that's one of the things that we're talking about, how to transition our older orchards or orchards that might not be set up as high density orchards from the very beginning to um, get them to the stage in which you can use some of these uh, new tools that are you know, reduce the time, the labor, and are very efficient and growers want to adopt to, um, yeah, reduce their overall production costs. You have two other colleagues here. What are they talking about? So uh, today here is myself, uh, Dr. Christelle Godot from the Department of Entomology and Dr. Leslie Holland from the Department of Plant Pathology. We are a team. The three of us work with all of the fruit growers in the state. And so today we're here for the Apple Field Day, but we work with you know the cranberry growers and the grape growers and the berry growers. And so... Um, Dr. Gedot was talking about borers, and then uh, Dr. Holland was talking about fire blight, which is a, a, a you know very scary disease that uh, you know it's 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 devastating for apple orchards. So those were the topics that they were talking. And when we are in settings like this, this is what we love about it. And we're so grateful that, you know, the pandemic is is getting to their end and we can actually see the growers. It's like there's so many conversations that start out of, you know, just like things that we see in the orchard. And so it's not only, we, we obviously prepare a topic, but we answer all sorts of questions and we love, you know, growers sharing their experience. And so other growers don't only learn about the theoretical things that we teach, but also the experience from other growers, which I think that most of them get get a lot out of, of meetings like this. What are you watching out for with this year's apple crop? It was a really challenging spring this year. I mean, it seems like every year is a challenging spring, but particularly this one, we had, you know, this, this warm up in March and, and trees really were starting to push uh, their butts to have butt break. But then we had that cold weather that slowed them down. So we had like kind of like the season was going to start early, then it didn't. Then we had all of that frost, the spring frost. So uh, we had... Um, you know, many growers across the state that that lost some of the yield. So that's something of concern. Um, so so those are the main things that happened during the spring. And then we had that period of drought, and that was really uh, that that we're probably going to see the effect during harvest time on the size of the fruit, probably, but also probably some of the of the flower buds for next year. So we could potentially see also a decline in the number of of blossoms that we see next year. So so those are. I mean, there are a lot of things. I mean, all of that is kind of like a nightmare. Like you have like a fall spring and then you have spring frost and then you have this drought period. So hopefully, hopefully we're going to have a super nice rest of the summer, a really good fall and and growers are going to be able to have a good harvest. We're reading that extremely hot weather in the northwestern part of the U.S. is destroying apple crops up there. Is Wisconsin seeing anything like that? No, we were very lucky that we're not affected by that that heat wave. Yeah, that uh, that it's 
you know, really, really tough for, for the growers out there. They, they have a very different growing conditions that we have. It tends to be very dry. They rely 100% on irrigation. Where here, even though we use irrigation, we still have, you know, quite a bit of natural precipitation. And, and the temperature never gets to that, that, that point of like, you know, over 100, 120, I think, in some parts of, of uh, Washington and also Oregon. So that is, yeah, it's very stressful for the tree, the, the quality, the sunburn, just overall the new growth also get burned. So we, we haven't seen any of that, and, and I don't think we, we, we're going to experience anything like that. But the drought really, that was something that, you know, we could potentially see some effect of that next year. What about extreme weather in general? Wisconsin is no stranger to flooding and droughts. That is climate change. That's what we see. Everything that we experience, all of these very extreme uh, events, whether it's extreme cold with polar vortices in the winter, the you know more often spring frost, where we see things like a lot of more hail or extreme precipitation. This this spring was very dry, but I mean, if we think about two, three spring ago, it was just like it was all wet all the time. So that is very conducive for diseases. So, yeah, all of these extreme weather events are just a result of climate change, and they're here to stay. And so what we do is we try to figure out ways for um, adapting, how the trees can adapt to this weather, how can we help alleviate, how we can have more resilient systems, orchards that, you know, are, are taking in consideration all of these abiotic stresses that at the end also can be more conducive for more diseases and more pests and invasive species. So how can we make the system more resilient to be able to withstand this kind of stress? What are you working on over in the horticulture department? Oh, we work in all sorts of things. My lab works a lot on cold stress. So that's that's an area that, that we work, uh, we've been working for a very long time. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, it's very... Uh, adequate for Wisconsin to work on cold hardiness so that's that's an area that we work a lot uh, in terms of apple um, studies most of what we're doing is uh, up in one of our research stations by Door County so the peninsular research station up there and we have a lot of uh, trials and experiments with different types of rootstocks so that's something that we evaluate new rootstocks that are coming out into the market and and how they affect fruit size and they affect yield and for the development of the trees overall that's where we collect all of that data in those in that research station up there that was Amaya Atucha, horticulture professor at UW-Madison and a fruit extension specialist with UW-Extension. We're a little over a month away before our apple orchards begin opening up for the season. We're definitely looking forward to that. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.